Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We're going to have a quick one because there's not much. Um, I was dealing with the problem of getting hacked on my Disney Plus account. Um, thank you to whoever did that. Greatly appreciate it. Um, got it resolved. I've been changing the passwords on every single account that I have. Um, thought I was over it when my email got hacked, but apparently... I'm bad with passwords. So now I have like 700 different passwords saved on my iPhone. So fingers crossed I can remember them. Um, so we don't have much of the general pile. We have a lot of stuff coming into the other piles just because we did have D23. And um, I'm going to say t- Tim guessed that one wrong because literally it was the exact opposite of what Tim hoped for as it was all Disney World news for the most part. And just reconfirmations about what we already knew about Disneyland. So it was right. um, interesting, yeah, with, to say the least. Yeah, with one new thing. So the past two, okay. two of them have been pretty much all about Disney World. And didn't they announce, isn't it D23 is going to be, um, they're going to change it. Oh, yeah, I see it right there. Change it's the format be- of it, yeah. So that'll be interesting next year when it comes comes around and hopefully... Okay. They actually put money into um, Disneyland. the parks at yeah. Disneyland, like they have been at Disney Disney World. World. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling Disney World was heavy last year because of all the benefits they got from Florida from COVID. So that might have a little bit to do with it, but we'll get into it a little bit more later. First, um, Tim and I were talking about this as we went live. Uh, Charter Communications is being sued by a Spectrum customer over Disney Channel's blackout. Now, he's not suing for, like, the dirty deed, what they did we talked about last week of them canceling or shutting it off literally one minute before kickoff for college football. But he is suing because, for those that can remember, back in the day, what they used to do would be, like, let's say DirecTV lost ESPN, DirecTV lost a CBS affiliate. Um... They would credit your account like a couple dollars, three dollars here, four dollars there. It wasn't anything crazy. It was what they felt was fair market value. But that doesn't happen anymore because when you sign your contract, the contract, I believe, actually says usually that basically you're just going to deal with it. Not in those terms, but they basically can't guarantee that every channel. What happens if whoever distributes ESPN gets hit by a freaking saddle, a satellite gets hit by something and they can't distribute the, the, the stuff for a couple days. They can't credit your account because of an act of nature. So, uh, act of mother nature, however they say it. So what he is trying to do is, is he's suing because uh, he claims, well, he was charged for the full amount of the month. And he didn't get all of his channels for, I think it was a week, I think, they lost channels for. Um, I mean, I don't even know how to address it because I I understand you're frustrated. I understand you paid for stuff. But, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, how do you, how would you even try to fix that? You know what I mean? I mean, I guess you would hopefully that there's another company in the area that you could switch to. And, right and get it or if it's a disney thing and you want you know like espn you could sign up for espn plus or some of these uh, streaming services that that have that like i got youtube tv i never have any contract disputes or anything through because it's through google 
So Google's like a neutral third party or whatnot. So mm-hmm. you don't have any of these like, you know, charter or anything else um, like it or Dish Network, DirecTV, all of that. Um, AT&T where they have to, it seems like more so there's a lot of more contract negotiations. Was it a handful of years ago? Like one of them, oh, this channel, because they're in disputes with um, Paramount or something. And then this one, a mm-hmm. dispute with, or NBC, this one, a dispute with CBS. And, oh, you could lose them, you know, right to them or whatever it is. And then they make a uh, a deal at the 11th hour or goes off for a half a day and then it comes back on because um, the contract did expire, but it took them, you know, one more day to to get it going. So, I mean, I mean, lately, they've almost always waited to the last second. And I think the big difference is, is like, so people don't know. So if like Tim gets his through YouTube, so Tim has to pay an extra fee for certain things on YouTube, correct? Like, you can't just get, like, a movie chat. You have to pay extra if you want certain things. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be like anything, you know. Higher package, whatever. Yeah, higher package or a la carte type deal. Uh, Yeah, and that's the difference, I think, is. Cable network where you don't get HBO, but, you know, you get the different packages. Right, and I think the difference is, is what I think what companies want to do now is there are so many services where you can get just that network. And they're pushing towards that because, like, Roku lost HBO and something else because HBO wanted to renegotiate their contract on cuts that they were getting from subscriptions through Roku. And that's the big thing now is is if you can track, okay, look, this person has a Roku TV, and instead of paying an extra $25 a month to get all the HBOs on a DirecTV or something else – they go ahead and they just get it through Roku or through the app and you just have that one item. So I feel like people don't understand that when they negotiate these contracts, they literally have like 700 different things they have to look at rather than just, Oh, we want this channel back. Give it to us. They have to say, well, look, their profit sharing, if they can prove, you know, if it is an additional package for certain sports channels or whatnot, Oh, hey, look, we have to do this. So they're probably not going to get anything. Um, They did reach an agreement. um, And it was back on this past weekend, just in time for football, which I think that's what they were doing. I honestly think that they were, it was testing them for the, for football. They knew college football would hit a lot of people, but yeah. Um, And then Disney reports 60% higher Hulu live TV sales and expected amid spectrum dispute. And look, who's the one that pulled the channels? Disney. And yeah. then Hulu live TV goes sky high. And, well, and the thing is, is how is it a seven day free trial that you get with Hulu? Yes. Oh, not anymore. Not anymore. You used to. I mean, but I'm sure was it like a three day or something like that? I mean, they give you some some trial. It's some it's something I can't remember what it is. I think, um, I think it's a set. No, I think they got rid of the seven day trial because they had it with Disney Plus and they got rid of the one with Disney Plus. Um, they keep trying to get me to upgrade to have the Hulu and to my Disney Plus, which for those that don't know, 
the reason why I was so freaking out about my account getting hacked with Disney Plus was not about having my stuff stolen, was that I have the Founders Pack, so I have a cheaper rate for the next couple of years. So I was like, dang it, you know. But uh, I'm pretty sure they don't have seven free trials anymore, which is shocking because do you remember what Hulu started out as? Hulu was free. You went on yes. your computer and it was like all the CW shows you could watch the day after on Hulu. And yeah. it was it's crazy now that what it's become. It's become something completely different now. And mind you, look, I don't need um I don't need Hulu. I have plenty of stuff to watch outside of it. You know, Tim um gets his sports through his YouTube TV. Same thing. You know, if I want to watch sports, you know, I go to my in-laws house, live across the street. I'm sure if Tim's parents lives across the street from him, you do the same thing. It saves you money. But I feel like they honestly, this was a ploy by Disney because like you said, 60% higher, that's dramatic. Yep. And they have a contract. They literally, you have to go on there for so long. Right. So they did that. And um, yeah, we're going to see how long this sticks. Cause it's almost, I feel like that was it last year. I think it was, um, I think it was the CBS channels or Fox was the one that was fighting with DirecTV. And almost immediately after that, uh, Dish Network started getting in an issue with another channel. And then all of a sudden it was like, everyone's like, let's take advantage of this. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, here we go. Right, exactly. And just really quick, so free trials, the free trial period depends on the subscription that you're signing up for. Okay. And then it says, please note that free trials are not available for Hulu Plus Live TV, now with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Yep. So. So, there you go. Yeah. And I found out today, when you have Disney Plus, um, you can't use an email. I had ESPN uh, app back in the day before it became um, uh, ESPN Plus. Before it became ESPN Plus, they used to have an app that they tested on Roku where you could watch game highlights and then watch Sports Center Live. And um, when you use that email address for another account, you can't use it on Disney Plus. So thank you for that, ESPN. Hold on. So if you use it on that, you can't use it on it. So you have to create a whole new email. So basically, if I were to sign up for ESPN Plus by itself, I yeah. can't use my email that I'm using for, um, sorry, I couldn't switch my email in an active account to one that's already been used by that ESPN account. So because that ESPN account was using one of my older emails, yeah. and I had to put a new email in because, well, okay, I'll go into it now, I guess. So somebody hacked my account because I, Twitter had a breach. I know that's where they got it from. So they they hacked my Taco Bell account uh, a couple weeks ago. Thought it was over. Now they hacked this one. Um, I got the, the information back. But what happened was they were telling me to log in with my email to see if it worked. But what it was doing was they were changing it on the back end. But it was trying to create a new account. So basically they were making a mistake with my lettering because Tim knows my full name and how I spell my email. And if you misplace one letter because my name is difficult to pronounce my last name, basically I was trying to create a new account. So I had three emails 
that I had to abandon because of that. So I have a different email just for Disney Plus because of all this ordeal. So it's um yeah. It's been an interesting day. Um make sure you guys have unique passwords on all your stuff. They legitimately try, it's like every other week they'll try and log into my emails like 40, 50 times. It's all password protected to a point where they can't get into it anymore. But um stay safe out there because it is uh sucky. Um last thing that we got, which is kind of amazing. Um Potted Mansion, which apparently didn't do great. Um, I loved Danny DeVito. I don't know, did you watch the um what they did for the presser before everything shut down? No. They did a thing where it was the put your hands in the box and you feel it. And um it's Rosario Dawson that's in it, right? I believe. Yeah. And she goes like this, and she puts her hands in it. She goes, Oh, it's fuzzy. She's like, wait. Is that Danny? And it was Danny DeVito. Oh, it's his dome. Dude, they were having so much fun. It makes me sad. I haven't watched it, but it is coming to Disney Plus in October. I do feel this. October 4th. October. And I feel like it was kind of planned because it was kind of like, um, um, like, okay, it's for Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So So you can watch it the the whole, the whole, but pretty much the whole month. You can watch it the whole month. Well, right I along mean, once Hocus it comes Pocus. on October 4th, you could watch it. Well, I shouldn't say forever, but at least it's one of those ones where you can watch it the whole month of October and not, yes. oh, hey, we're going to release it um, the weekend before Halloween. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I feel I, I, I'm, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of, I, I hope it does good because as we've seen in a lot of reports that came out, because like Bob Chappick came out and said that his time at Disney was hell, all this kind of stuff. Um, a lot of these Disney shows are doing much better on streaming than they or movies than they did in regular release and whatnot. So if they can keep going in in um, uh, Disney Plus, let's you know, let's keep them going. So make sure you watch it. Um, only one thing outside of Disney really today that's. Uh, we have gaming, but it is Disney related is Aladdin is coming to Disney Speedstorm. about time is the question is, is he coming with the poo? Abu, Abu, is it um, a poo, um, probably not. They've announced Aladdin as a racer and Jasmine as a racer. So okay. usually they have per season five racers. Okay. Um, so it could, it's probably going to be Jafar. You know, Aladdin, oh. Jasmine, Jafar, probably Genie. Genie. Um, and then, you know, there'll be one more. Could be the Sultan. You know, who knows what it, uh, what Iago? it could be. Iago? Huh? Yeah, it could be Iago. Um, and then they have the this. different shards for each one of them. So, right. like Iago or uh, not a shard, crew members. So Iago may be a crew member for Oh, Jafar. and what's the name? Is it Sala? Is that the name of um Yeah, uh, of the kitty tiger? cat. Yeah. Tiger, yeah. Yep, and so then um, Apu may be, you know, it for Aladdin. So who knows? We'll see see what happens when it, when it comes out um, on it. And then hopefully for that, since it'll be during Christmas time, that they have some uh, special characters that they release at um or events or whatnot that they do 
around Christmas because this last season, uh, the season before, they had Steamboat uh, Mickey, Mickey and Steamboat yeah. Pete. And then this season, they had uh, Minnie and Daisy. So hopefully this next one, maybe it'll be like a, a Jack Skellington and a Sally, maybe. Who who knows? Or Doesn't it come out free soon, too? Or an Oogie Boogie. Yes, I believe it comes out free. I want to say September 24th, 28th. It's this month. Um, So September 28th. Okay. I know Mr. Stranger was wanting to get it and for free, obviously. And it's like, oh, no, you got to wait till the end of the month. Is it is it cross platform? Um, Yes, because I I played with my buddy on uh, PS5. Okay, so he'll be able to get it. So um, now we're jumping all the way to to the general pile. One of them is a little bit, you know, interesting. Uh, The first thing is they have the official Disney Lorcana tournament rules guide released. Um, For those that are familiar with Pokemon, it's basically a booklet that comes out. Usually has the pull cards for that that set of a deck. Um, It also has um like how the cards play all that kind of stuff you usually get them in trainer boxes and elite boxes so it's kind of interesting to see because this is just becoming so you know like right here hollow foil elsa card sells for over a thousand dollars more disney little kind of cards priced in the hundreds they are selling like crazy and the crazy part to me is is they're not even that fancy the one that i saw that was genie that was listed at like twenty seven hundred dollars wasn't even as elaborate as you see some of these Pokemon cards. Some of yeah. these Pokemon cards are like, they have a full art, they have color, they have black and white, they have different characters. This one's like a basic genie, maybe would be like a second top tier, not top tier in Pokemon. Um, and a holofoil, even, you know, just a holofoil, it's crazy, $1,000. But it is taking off because it is Disney. And people always fail to remember I guarantee the first chance I get, I'm buying a box of those cards and I am never opening them ever. They're going to be worth so much money. It'd be like buying a box, knowing that Aaron judge last year was going to break the record, buying that card from that year. Cause I'm guaranteeing they'll probably have a card in the box. That's about breaking their home run record, whatever that, you know, is going to be worth, let's say out of the box. It's worth a thousand dollars like that. Elsa well, it's not going to be worth in 10 years. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully it holds at value or it could be worth 10 Nothing. bucks. Nothing. Um, You're right. On it, ex- especially with these type of trading cards, um, you know, they fluctuate so much. Um, but like you said, with an errand or with the sports cards, especially guys that have um, that have done well, retired in the Hall of Fame and then maybe have passed away. Obviously, if they passed away, their autograph cards become oh, sky you know, high. they get a bu- they get a bump in price because obviously you can't get it anymore. Or especially um, like with Michael Jordan, with him in his rookie years, if you buy even like unopened, just the packs um, are worth a, a a decent amount, and um, because you have the chance of obviously getting that yep. card, you could get absolutely nothing. Or you could get that card. So if you have a pack and, you know, hey, the going price is five grand. But if you get a rookie Jordan in there, it could be 50 grand. And yep. if you get nothing, it could be worth two bucks. Yeah. You know, um, 
But I and think then, that's, that's, then, what, that, that's what has changed, though, as you know, with most of the cards that you and I get, they're numbered. So you yes. could literally, if you saw a box that said, oh, look, you can have this rookie Mike Trout card in there with an autograph. You and I know the one that's worth all the money is autographed. It's numbered 1 through 50. You do an eBay Google search of sold and past sold, and you're like, well, I can see 1 through 50 or 1 through 48 for sale. I'm not going to risk buying that case for five grand on a chance of two cards being available. So I do think that has changed the game quite a bit, you know, because like you said, there it's sold for a thousand dollars. I haven't seen the official tournament rule guide yet. How do we know that that's, that's a limited edition card? How do we know there's not a thousand of them? And this person just jumped the gun and paid a thousand dollars for a card. That's going to be worth it. 350 in a year right yeah ex- exactly and like you said with that with the sequentially numbered um you know you see there's 48 already bought or sold or for sale uh, yeah you know that that does stink but um you know obviously those ones are rarity and you get like see so you get ones up to 50 25 10 15 5 one of ones type one deals one. Yeah. um and then like i said back in the day with like the jordans and probably up until like the early 2000s wasn't really sequentially numbered so you're just straight going after just that card yep um because there wasn't a lot of inserts in there um on that especially you know no jerseys, no anything like that, bats, any type of that, patches, whatever it is. Yep. Um, so you're just going straight for just that general card. Yep. Um, so that's what you're going to, you know, if you got a pack, it's worth, you know, a thousand. If you got a box, it could be worth ten thousand. If you have a case, it could be worth a hundred thousand type deal. Um, because obviously there's more chances of you getting getting those types of cards or nowadays. I mean, it is cool, but then again, it's like, especially when, you know, I still collect them, but not as much. And when we'd open them up like at Christmas or whatnot, we, you know, now it's like, oh, hey, what guy am I looking after? But there's so many different subsets and just different inserts that, oh, hey, I got a Mike Trout card. Oh, hey, that's worth, you know, a dollar. Because there's so many different subsets, sets, yep. sequentially numbered ones, where if you take that out and it, this was, you know, say 20, 25 years ago, well, that Mike Trout card that's worth $5 today, you know, back in the day could be worth $25 or $50 yep. because you don't have as many different, like I said, subsets and uh, memorabilia type cards of that. And you could buy and you could buy boxes for what is it for like two hundred and fifty bucks and you yep. get one pack of cards in it or you get like three graded cards or three good cards, mm-hmm. but they could be of you know Shohei Atani or it could be of a nobody guy. Yep, that's the and that's the big problem I think with cards nowadays is. That basically, I think I think the most famous chase card that's older is the uh, was it Bobby Ripken one with the curse word on the bottom of the oh, back. Yeah, I think that's the number one chase card that's older. Other than that, you're like, because I mean, the, well, for a while, and it's and it's a chase card that 
isn't worth you know an exorbitant amount of money no. like a michael jordan or or something like that it's it's a it's a funny card it's that, a funny card that you want to have in your collection i think i've right. seen it i think the most i've seen it go for like graded is maybe 200 bucks right but and that's because they i believe they stopped producing it once they realized what had happened because people don't realize too a lot of these baseball cards what's the year it's notorious bad isn't it like baseball cards from like 94 95 are like horrible like never buy fleer 94 95 i think it is yeah there's that i know they like um, they mass produced like they were literally non-stop printing for like a whole entire year yeah yeah and it was yeah it's yeah. just more so that there's a lot of it out there yeah not not that they're that they're bad it's just they oversaturated no, it's, it's oversaturated so i feel like Everyone getting in on this game, you know, I, for a long time there, the dudes on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram were making money off of their bad investments because they were literally, everyone was like, oh, it's a God pack. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Eventually you're going to run out of God packs. You're going to run out of the pool cards. So what do they do? They would drop. Here's what they say. Here's the, there's the sticky part. I dropped $2,500 on this box. Watch me open it. When in reality, these dudes own a card shop or their friend owns a card shop. They're doing it for content. They probably make six to $7,000 off a viral video. And then once they go viral, guess what? That pays off the box and they make cash. And usually it's like, oh, you know, this one's got the potential for a Jordan rookie card. And they open it and they end up making 50 bucks off of a whole case of these cards. Like I watched one. They opened up $60,000 worth of cards. One series. Right. Chasing one card, and they yeah. never got it. And literally all you see is just rappers everywhere. Rappers everywhere. And you yeah. can see they're, they're, they're tense. They're angry. They're throwing stuff at each other. But you got to remember, like, gone are the days. There's one hobby shop that I'll, I'll tell Tim about it. It's in Manteca that they don't check prices so i got some cards that were way way cheaper than they should have been because the right. case the boxes were 60 70 dollars under value so mm -hmm. but that doesn't happen anymore because everyone can all they have to do is pull out an ebay app scan the barcode bam it yep. tells you exactly what it's supposed to be worth so you're not going to get no money for it so right exactly or you get the guys like you said on that is oh hey you know this is a $3,000 pack or case or whatever, but they actually bought it um, when it wasn't 3,000. It was like 1,000 or 1,500, and now it's gone up. So it's like, ooh, hey, I could make make a good investment on this. Um, and it's cool because some of them, what they do is they'll have 32 spots and they'll open up like a case and it's each MLB team and you pay five bucks to secure your spot Yep. In the first 32 and then so they put you all out in a spreadsheet and then they do a random number generator and they yep. have all the teams in like alphabetical order and one through 32 next to or um yeah all the teams in alphabetical order and the next to them they have the names and they'll be like okay you know everyone's here all right perfect and then they he clicks it three times you know or some of them click it five times whatever yep. one two three four five okay and then all the names line up next to a team he's like okay well, you know, you got Chris, you got the the Dodgers. Okay, so any Dodger come come any Dodger card that comes up, you, you get, get it. it. 
mm-hmm. whether it's a scrub guy, you know, it could be the Bat Boy, or it could be, you know, an autographed Clayton Kershaw or, or something like right. that, or yeah. a jersey, and all of those go to you. Um, which where which have is, you where where have you been watching cool. those at? Oh, this was before uh, COVID. I'd have to ask my brother. Okay. Because they do it, they do it on. There's an app called um, Whatnot that everyone hates. Apparently, I heard it's horrible. So um, I've been watching them on the YouTube lives. They had the little drop down right. menu things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the popular one I see that's happening now is you buy a pack. So they'll be like, "All right, hey, five bucks for a pack." Which I mean, it like you said, if you put the five bucks on the team one, you might get two cards out of a case. There's been oh, times yeah. where I've gotten. 20 cards of Yankees and then two Houston Astros. And it just, I don't know why. I just don't right. know why. Yeah, uh, it's just luck of the draw. But I've always wondered, I'm like, because you got to think. So if they're selling, if there's 10 packs and they're probably spending, I don't know, so much on, let's say it's a, so let's say there's 12 packs in a case. No, actually, I bet you they're doing it by the case. They probably buy it for cheap and they're probably, because, yeah. Someone got in trouble on the backyard breaks. I don't trust them because they pulled a $16,000 card that somebody had bought. They bought that box and it magically disappeared. And they said they changed the rules and the rules were different. And it was just absolutely, it was BS. That's not, that's the, that's, that's the chance you're willing to take if you're, if you're those guys and the thing is is when you do that it just gets you more exposure on it that you that you pulled it um on it i so. mean I, okay it's a sixteen thousand dollar card card but let's say for instance with people buying cards off you and everything they're probably clearing like a 20 to 30 percent profit off of the cases they're opening and that's not even including when they just do openings on tiktok that they're getting paid yeah. like people people just pay they're literally opening their own cards. They're not giving yeah. them to anyone. They're not raffling. They're just opening cards. That people yeah, they're opening them, and then they, they're searching for whatever the high-dollar one is, and then they pull that one out, put it in the case, and yeah. mark, you know, and mark it up. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Friday I'm going to go over to the card place by, my, by us, and if I find one of those Lorcanas there, I'll buy, I'm going to buy one. And I'll just check it out. You know, I'm, well, I, I wanna... now they're in, they're in Target, Walmart, all of that. Yeah, well, this one hobby shop, they, I don't think they're getting anyone going in there. It's in a weird spot by downtown. It doesn't make sense, but hmm. I'm going to check it out. Um, all of that to say, have fun with cards. It's fun to collect them. I have so many. They're great. Um, next, we're going to go Disney Cruise Line named Seventh Ship Disney Adventure. I feel like they're, they've been adding ships like crazy, man. And it's no. crazy because after COVID, everyone thought the cruise industry was done. And now it's right. like it's booming again. Well, and you got to remember that these, I mean, these are boats. They take a long time to build. So I'm sure this True. one was already budgeted for. Probably even started. Exactly. Um, so, but I mean, the other thing is then you got to, you got to fill it up. And so maybe you'll get some good, uh, nice discounted tickets to go on it. You never know. I haven't seen too many that have been great discounts lately. But I mean, that could also just be right. Uh, well, except for the one so what is busy. It, right after COVID war, it was like a influencer cruise because they needed to fill it up and they needed to move the boat. Oh, yes. And I heard it was horrible because it was like 
nothing was good. Like it was just like the, the food was bad. And like, it was like fire festival on a boat. I remember that. that was right. Right. Crazy. Exactly. But I mean, what do you can complain about? It was basically free. So it's like, well, I guess you get what you pay for, but then again, it's Disney, but yeah. But. All I know is that my uh, sister went on a Disney cruise and she said that it was absolutely fun. Um, but what they get you on is like, they have these kits they sell where you can decorate your door with Disney stuff. Yeah. I guess, I guess like a kid's thingy they do. And it's like $30 and basically you pay for it and it randomly just shows up on your door and you can rearrange it. But it's like, she showed me what it was and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have paid 30 bucks for that. So I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Right. Um, next, this one is actually cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Was it you that shared that picture of Figment from back in the day and then present day? I saw a picture somewhere about the evolution of Figment, and um, Figment is getting a little golden book, and the cover has been revealed, and it's available now for pre-order. Um, Disney man, and they're getting it on this pre-order. Man, they're freaking on the next level. They're like more advanced than anyone I've ever seen for pre-ordering. Like they're. They're all in on, like, we're going to make our money before so we can right. invest in the next project immediately. Right. Nope, exactly. Well, and with pre-order, you get it day one. Some people even get it, like, a day before, depending, you know, on on uh, on how it's distributed. So See, I missed I mean, out on that with Amazon. <laughs> Amazon used to do that with um, games. Remember, yep. they would post, you get it the day like you got it that morning yep. and i remember i because i wasn't gaming at the time and i was like man that would be cool to wake up take the day off and you wake up and the, it's getting delivered to your door and i think it was a full-on like 12 hours before it actually got released in stores and that was something that amazon paid for so i could right. I, I see why they do it because i mean when you have the pre-order it's not just to be like, I have it first. It takes the hassle out of, am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? So Right. Well, and like waiting in line, doing, you know, this, that, you order it, and it doesn't come out until January 2024. So you can pre-order it right now on Amazon, Kindle yep. 599, hardcover 599. You get it right now, and all of a sudden you forget about it because it's, what, we're in September, so October, November, December, you know three and a half, four months away, then all of a sudden it shows up. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I got I got that. I forgot yeah. I got that. Yeah, exactly. Nice little present for yourself. <laughs> right, exactly. You're going to get a notification. You have a delivery coming. You're like, what did I order? Don't remember. Right. <laughs> um, and lastly, so I have a feeling I know why they're doing this. So D23 has announced for 2024, it's no longer just an expo as some presentations shift to Honda Center. So basically what they're saying is, is next year when it's in Disneyland in Anaheim, they're going to have it at the convention center and at the, the Honda Center. And I think what they're doing is they're trying to make this into a con, basically. That's what they're going to do. Because I saw yeah. people showing up at Epcot because it was by Epcot. It was insane how many people yeah. were showing up just for that. They bought tickets, tickets to the park. <laughs> they did everything. So this is going to be huge. Yeah, and the one at Epcot, they got, like, a special, like, night to themselves as yep. well. Yep. But, like you said, it's exactly, it's going to be more like a, a con-type deal. But the thing is, is 
why why do you need to do that you know why i mean honda center is probably a 10 minute drive away yeah Um, it's not like oh hey it's just within walking distance and they said they're even going to have some um events in the park okay so is my admission to D23 is going to be a separate entrance where I could get, you know, do something in the, in the park um, and not have to pay for a ticket. Um, and they're even going to have something at angel stadium. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. D23 day at angel stadium. Cause they're going to have a, a baseball game there. So, but I wouldn't put know. it past them to start doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're going to try and do stuff because they flat out said they're slowly going to start expanding it to more venues. So, right. I mean, what, what else can you, it's almost like an Oktoberfest type thing they're making it into where you're literally going to be partying around Anaheim. So, I mean, I yeah. get it kind of, but I hope it doesn't try and pull away from what we're expecting. Whereas new park stuff, new rides, new modifications yeah how are they yeah how are they doing the panels on that because if you got one panel at the honda center that you want to look at but then a next one that you're going to have to you know get back over to the anna the convention center is there going to be like a shuttle service that's going to take you straight there or whatnot if it is you're going to have to have 17 shuttles 20 shuttles because yep. it's going to be nonstop. So, well, yeah. fingers crossed. Give us more info about it into this year, beginning of next year. Because I know hey, people uh, want to plan. You know, right? As long as they keep streaming it, at least the parks panels. Yes. Um, and I know on, well, the last one I got up early for because it was. I mean, I kind of was already up anyways. Um, but at least when it's on West Coast, I don't have to wake up early for it. Yeah, fingers crossed. That's uh, better than this year's. Um, Lastly, before we go into the the main parks, uh, parks abroad, World of Frozen is opening date has been announced for Hong Kong Disneyland, November twentieth, twenty twenty three. Um, the pictures I saw, it looks just like um, the Arendelle. Netherlands. Epic, it, well, it looks like Arendelle, but it looks like the part of Epcot. Like it's not crazy fancy, but um, right, exactly. And then the pictures at night are it really pops at night oh my gosh i didn't see the night one so i'll also look that up yeah no at night it's i mean during the day it's nice you know snow capped mountains all of this and see the different things and then they showed it at night and glowing um, oh my gosh it's almost better at night than during the day well i'll have to look it up then um now we're going into our rapid fire stuff that we always have first of all disney world they did get the most stuff announced for um from d23 a lot of this has you know basically um this one the first thing this one's i don't know this is uh uh 2020 2023 run disney one and dine half marathon volunteers won't receive a complimentary ticket so who's gonna volunteer the workers yeah the people are kind of not too happy about that granted it's a perk but still it's like okay hey thanks and i'm sure they'll give them like a a button or a pin. Or a shirt. Like, Probably a shirt. Exactly. Okay. Um, we got a first look at Louis Audio, Animatronic, and Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh, I'm waiting till that's done. Um, test Track is being reimagined and will be inspired by World of Motion. Apparently, it's GM, right? General Motors is taking it uh, over. Chevy. Sh- Chevy. Kind of same thing. 
but they're right. basically going to reimagine it. I don't think it's going to be test track like anymore. They said they didn't sound like it's going to be more like an adventure. So, I mean, we're going to see. Um, I had fun when it was test track, but that was 2011. I haven't been since. And um, right. that's I mean, it, yeah, it'll still be the same ride mechanisms, just like Splash right. Mountain. But right. yeah, it, it Change looks the like theme. it's going to be a pretty good overhaul on the, it the like pitcher's drawn look fantastic i'm not gonna yeah. lie it looked really cool um luminous the symphony of us nighttime spectacular is debuting at epcot december 5th um it's the one then, that's uh replaced harmonious in the um uh, at epcot debate okay. there um and then journey of water inspired by moana is opening at epcot jill october 16th man they got a bunch of stuff opening man oh yeah uh, and also on the um, Journey of Water, they're going to have a Moana meet and greet there, her own area as well. Awesome. That's kind of that's cool that you associate it like that. Yeah. Um, Peg Lake Pete is returning at Pirates of the Caribbean themed tavern, coming to Adventureland and Magic Kingdom. Um, ooh. The original Country Bear Jamboree is being replaced by Disney Music Show at Magic Kingdom. That, though, I, hasn't that been closed for a little bit? Um, I don't. I, I think know. they closed it like it was kind of fenced off and you couldn't really do anything with it. Yeah, um, they got rid of ours a long time ago, so I don't even remember what it was like. Yeah, no, it's Winnie the Pooh at, at Disneyland. Uh, yeah. But this one, it's not, it says it's being replaced by Disney, but it's not, I guess I should have looked at the, at the title on it. It's not necessarily being replaced. It's they're um, revamping the show and okay. um, doing some new songs and it's going to be more, in like the um what would you call it kind of older country i want to say okay um and we'll have uh new songs and one of the recordings that they released was the uh bare necessity from the jungle brute from the jungle book so it should be uh should be pretty cool hmm. yeah we'll see what it looks like after uh, they get it all done um, well, I know what everyone was begging for is we're getting a figment meet and greet at Epcot. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, everyone loves his stuff. So yeah. Right. And poor figment. Well, I should have moved this one up. He already fell twice, um, at the meet and greet and the meet and greets only been open as we record this for three days and they've already had to, um, his little area had to revamp it. I guess it was something at the walkway. I want to say is where he would would trip on um so they've already kind of redid that and i mean he's top heavy man he's like jeffrey the giraffe from toys r us that it, yeah. it can't be and i mean they same thing like I, I know baymax when he was in his meet and greet when he got popped a couple times they finally did it to where you couldn't get close to him i think they put a barrier up and then they you would actually walk in the room because they're trying to limit the movement of the character as much as possible right. so this makes sense. They'll change it. Um, Tropical America's themed land plan for Disney's Animal Kingdom featuring Encanto and Indiana Jones attractions. They're just opening. My question is, will this make Animal Kingdom stay open later now? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And it's this is uh, is replacing the Dino Land in the back that they oh, tore everything down at. I love uh, Dino Land. Dino Land was so much fun last year. Well, you could go there now, and it's going to be That's like in Contu, Indiana Jones, all of that, um, on it. So, 
This next one, um, guest is suing Walt Disney World for $50,000 due to injuries sustained on Peter Pan's flight ride. How do you get hurt on Peter Pan's flight ride? Hey, got whiplash. On Peter Pan's flight? Yep. What? How? Um... Well, I mean, I could kind of see that. At least the one in Disneyland, when you take off, you kind of, you know, it jerks you back. But hmm. I don't know. People will I, sue for everything, man. I couldn't tell you. Yep. Oh, um, that's what it was. Okay, so here it is. Attraction broke down and expected and unexpectedly stopped um, when his child rode it. So I guess it was it stopped. Oh, so maybe he was looking around and then all of a sudden, bam, pushed yeah. forward. Uh, when the ride operator announced it would be starting back up, the ride jerked and slammed the plaintiff's head and into the ride carriage. Well, so, uh, there you go. I mean, Good it luck. makes me it makes me sad because I don't think people realize that this is going to affect the parks in general. When you try to get money out of them, it doesn't go well. But, uh, well, good luck to the person who was injured and we'll see what happens right um now on to disneyland um sale of new magic kings and Dis- magic keys design halted as inspired keys become available for renewal only i'm almost positive they're going to make some more changes over the next couple of weeks to a month and then they'll announce a new one before the holidays for everyone to buy their family a gift probably going up in price and probably more blackouts yeah, so, and it happened right because Disney, well, the next one, it kind of says it settled the Magic Key lawsuit. And as soon as that yeah. the settlement became public or came out is when they halted the Inspire Keys. Because before, you could go, the only Magic Key that was available for sale was the Inspire. Everything else was just for renewal only. And now that one has become available for renewal oh, only. And Inspire <clears throat> is the highest one, right? Yes, correct. So I bet you anything they couldn't halt it until after the case was settled because then they would admit admit guilt and it would probably cause them to have more to pay more money. Yeah. I, if so. you have if you have the dream key, um you get 6741 back. Um, well, if you had it at a certain period of time. True. Yes, before they changed everything. Yeah, yep, exactly. Well, and now you can't even, I don't think the Dream Key is even available anymore, if I remember right. Because I think that, uh, the I think the Inspire Key replaced the Dream Key. The Dream Key was the one that said no blackout dates. And if on a technical term, it technically has blackout dates. Because if you are unable to book a day, even though the, the contract stipulates that you have to book so far in advance and you might not get the day you want because the contract also says there's no blackout dates. Technically it is blacked out because you can't have access. So yeah, it's a, it's a false advertisement. Type when deal. you watch, you read it, it was legitimate, but most people don't think of it in that terms, but this person obviously is a, I think they, I think I want to say the person they revealed had like a past since like the nineties. So they've been going to Disneyland for over 20 years and they know how the process works right yeah exactly yeah and so the yeah the dream key isn't obviously no longer available and um renewal so yeah yeah good luck with that it's good though i mean as long as they're renewing them i mean that means they're probably going to come back with a new pass 
like I said, right before the holidays. So, yeah, either come back with a new pass or, you know, add some fine print on the passes already. Uh, but I mean, shoot, the last time they opened them up was I can't remember. I mean, that's when I got mine. <laughs> that was on, in April, I think. Yeah, I'll say April, May, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know what makes sense, that. though? I'm so. thinking now, this is crazy. You know what? It makes sense because all these people go to the parks for Halloween and stuff, right? Correct. What's the biggest thing some people do when they go to the parks for a holiday? Uh, I don't know. They convert their tickets into annual passes because you can use the total of your trip. So if you, uh, if you yeah, on the on the uh, yeah, as long as you don't the last day, you don't go you, in. Yep. Then yeah. Well, when we did it, it was as long as you you did it before the last day it was used up. You got to do it, and it was the price of your full ticket you could put towards yep. it. Would go so towards I it. bet you this also keeps them from that happening, and they don't put money towards it. They keep the ticket money, and then they also get the pass money when the pass goes back. That's smart. Um, some of the news that we got from D23 is that Ahsoka Tano is coming to Star Tours in spring of 2024. Um, as long as announcing the Adventureland Treehouse to reopen in fall of 2023 at Disneyland. Um, Tiana's Palace is now open at Disneyland Park with Princess, Princess Tiana debuting her new costume. And she's getting absolutely roasted about the costume. Absolutely roasted. <laughs> and the costume is... Um... It's like her Bayou Adventure costume. It's not like a big, elegant dress one. Oh, they're like, that looks like you went to Walmart and bought a shirt and sewed pockets on it. They're like, it looks super cheap. Compared well, to what you see the princesses wear and stuff, it looks right. cheap. Well, remember the the things that they covered up or uh, replaced the Briar 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 Fox things were something you could buy on $200 from Home Goods as well. Yep. So that's, that was, people were blasting that pretty pretty bad. Um, there, there's a new nighttime show, the heartbeat of new Orleans, a living mural coming to rivers of America at Disneyland park. This is going to be a filler for phantasmic while they figure out what they're going to do next year. Um, Harrison Dula and chopper have been appearing in uh, star Wars galaxy edge and Disneyland. Um, it's amazing. They look awesome. You also get Ahsoka has made some appearances as well, popping in and out. We talked about before, um, the fire effects have been restored to roll the color of Disney's California Adventure following the Fantasmic fire. I know usually a place like that, the fire marshal is going to require them to go through all their systems and make sure that they have a safety device to shut them off. Um, roll the color is a little different because I believe they actually do use the water to shut the fire off. Like it's not like a valve. It's it's the, there's some way that there's a spray that puts the fire out, so it's. Kind of like a, it also gets like a smokiness to it or whatever. So it should, that's why I think that one's back so fast. Um, and lastly, we do have open house preview dates for Disney Vacation Club members set for the villas at Disneyland Hotel, which is going to be the pride and joy of the Disneyland Hotel because everybody wants to stay at the villas. Right, exactly. And the nice thing about it is, is when they have the open houses, that means you get to see all the previews and everything bloggers flockers or whatnot going through it and get to see exactly what that you know the two-story penthouse looks like or the suites that they have up there yeah so um yeah we'll we'll see um if the concept art that they had for the rooms matches what they actually did yeah it's um 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to want to see it first before I do anything, but I, I am excited for it because the village just looks so cool. It's so different. Um, it's not L- very LA. Like it feels more, it feels more Disney world esque having a villa and stuff like that. So hopefully yeah. it plays in good and we'll see what happens. But, uh, I want to thank you guys all for listening, always coming through and supporting us. It's greatly appreciated. Um, Mr. Stranger, Mr. J, uh, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Thank you guys all so very much. Um, so uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.